You're listening to Guys on the Sideline Podcast, where you'll hear opinions, predictions, and sports takes in every direction. If you're a diehard sports fan, this is the place to be. They've never played. They have no experience. But they have plenty to say. And now, here are the guys on the sideline. Wade Wade with a steal, with two. Wade puts it up for the win. Yeah, he did it. He did it. Hey, everybody, welcome on in to Guys on the Sideline, the podcast. This is episode 90, and ladies and gentlemen, we're glad to have you along for this podcast as we are going to be breaking down the big news of the day, and that is Dwayne Wade to the Utah Jazz. Not as a player, although maybe he can still drop back and hit a three every once in a while but to jazz ownership. So we're excited to break that down today. I'm excited to kind of throw this back a little bit. It's uh, it's just Jeff and Chris back in the booth. What's up, Chris Mumford? Jeff, I can hardly believe it. You know, when did we start this podcast? Three years ago? Four? So, yeah, something like I mean, that. It's been going for a minute. We're on episode 90, which, you know, we're not doing the, uh, the athlete numbers as much anymore, but basically that would get us narrowed down to like offensive linemen and, you know, race car drivers. <laughs> Uh, Chris, how you been? I understand you moved into the neighborhood. Moved into your neighborhood, Jeff. I just, I, I couldn't resist the lure anymore of being your neighbor and all of the incredible benefits that that conveys. Oh, well, I, I, I'm sure, you know, I, I'm sure that was part of the, you know, the package to lure you down here to the, the Southern part of the Salt Lake Valley. I do need to introduce you to Laker fan Ryan. He lives uh, just down the street from you. Um, okay. you know. We'll have to start hosting, you know, in-person events at, at local venues or something like that. I don't know, but I, I was joking with you earlier. I don't know if I have to be worried if I'm going to get recognized. I don't, I don't think my face is out there, but if someone <laughs> overhears me bantering with someone at Target, they might say, you know, I've heard such, I've heard those bad takes from that voice before. <laughs> That's Chris Mumford. Uh, whatever, Chris. Uh, you know, you're, you'd be a celebrity if anything. They'd be like, oh my word, is that guy, is that the guy that actually knows stuff on guys on the sideline? I'm like that other guy. <laughs> well, um, to, so- your, to your credit, Jeff, and, and you know this, you know, you and I, we, we have lively debate on here, but there, you know, it's all premised on a, a deep sense of, I think, trust and support of one another. And obviously when I was thinking about moving out to this neck of the woods, I, I called you up and you gave me a great, great download on it. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, when it comes to the important stuff, you know, I, I I'm the one seeking your advice, not the other way around. Oh boy. Br- bring it in, Chris, bring it in. <laughs> uh, all right, Chris, quick take for you. Uh, it's almost NBA draft day, which is, as you know, the most important day of the year, every year. Uh, we've talked about going over to the district, written out the uh, Larry Miller uh, Theater there, uh, the Megaplex, and doing a little private screening for our listeners of the Kevin Costner smash hit draft day. Um, yes or no, do you think we go for this? You know what? I Since it's Kevin Costner, how could we say anything but, if you build it, they will come, Jeff. If you build it, they will come. Um, we know this about Kevin and his magic, so... You know, we got to be, we got to dream big. We got uh, to fill a field with dreams, if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, I, I, I don't mean to suck up here to Chris. So, Chris, just, you know, hang on a second. This, none of this is scripted. Chris and I were, were on a, a Teams chat earlier today talking Dwayne Wade to the Jazz. 
And uh, I think I threw out, hey, we ought to record a quick take. We've not talked anything before this. We just hit record and we start talking. And listen to the just the brilliance, the sheer brilliance of Chris Mumford and his wittiness and his uh, quickness. Um, well done on the Kevin Costner thing and everything else that you bring minus the Oakland Raiders. Chris, it's an honor oh. to have you on the podcast. Listen, I can't even bring the Oakland Raiders anymore, Jeff, because they, they belong to Vegas now. Oh. But it's oof, it's been a rough offseason. Let's save that for another time because I, I want to keep things up to beat today. Chris, uh, the family just went down to um, – Anaheim, you know, we had to get our Disney fix in uh, before, you know, they open it up to the masses. And, uh, you know, of course, Jeff Burton has to drive his family through Vegas. You know, we got to make a quick detour. We got to go by the old Death Star. And I tell you what, um, we were trying to get to Anaheim and it took us forever to get down there. So we weren't able to stop and tour the stadium. But there were tons of people walking around the stadium, going to the tour. Have you been to that stadium yet? I have not yet been to Allegiant. You know, Jeff, I was thinking we've we've hosted different events in the past down in Vegas, so I was thinking why not consider Allegiant Stadium for something that we do in the future. I mean, I think that would be an incredible way to get in there and check it out. It's it's not super likely because uh, I'm sure that I'm sure who knows what the price tag is with them trying to recoup all of their lost costs. But um, without question, my first NFL game is going to be at Allegiant um, at a Raiders home game, and I just can't wait. Chris, I hope I'm sitting right next to you during this game. Hey, we need to get a whole caravan going down there. There's a ton of, there's a strong Raiders Nation presence here. Um, you know, and I'm telling you, it's, they're, they're going to suck you right in, Jeff. Yeah. They, well, they have with that beautiful stadium. And I, I love the Vegas Raider vibe. I think it is the absolute right move for the NFL. I think it's brilliant. I think you're going to see Super Bowls there. I think you're just going to see lots of cool things. And I tell you, yeah, Vegas needs to needs to recoup some money, but you know this, they could recoup it off of one bad Jeff sports book bet just like that, right? Come on. <laughs> I put Jeff, in, I've given up I, trying to to save you from your own bad sports book bets a long time ago. You know, every year pretty much put, you know, mortgage the house, put it on Kyler Murray for MVP and uh, one of these years it's going to be able to pay off all my losses and then make me some. And so we'll see what happens. But Chris, Spoken we're, like not, a true gambler. We're, we're not here to talk about Vegas or the draft. We'll do that in a future episode. Big news today. We got to talk Dwayne Wade. So you ready to get started? Let's do it. All right, let's do it. Chris, breaking news. Dwayne Wade to the Utah Jazz. You're a very passionate jazz fan. Give me your your first reaction when you saw this news today. I, I don't think there's any way to put it than just elation. I mean, I, I was elated. I mean, Dwayne Wade is one of the most visible, beloved ambassadors of the game and the league. I think his popularity spans far and wide. I think his respect within the league is, you know, hardly paralleled by, by many other um, personalities. I think he's just... He, I think he's, he seems to me a very sort of generous guy with his time. He's we, we know he was working with Donovan in the offseason on training and that he's taken Donovan under his wing a bit, um, thanks in part to the comparisons between Donovan ga- Donovan's game and his and so forth. So, you know, I mean, you just really, if you had your pick of kind of the current, you know, sort of Mount Rushmore of retired NBA figures, um, and if you could select which one you wanted to become affiliated with your franchise – 
I, you know, I, I think it'd be tough. It'd be a run for your money to find someone better than Dwayne Wade to come and be affiliated with your franchise. And I could not be more excited about it. Love that take, Chris. And uh, I'm right there with you. Like, I just think this is such a big move for the organization. I love Larry and Gail Miller. I think they've been fantastic owners. You couldn't ask for better ownership and what they've done to keep the jazz here, what they've been able to do for the the state of Utah, the local community. But I, I love what Ryan Smith's doing because I, it just it feels like a different organization and it feels like one that's not necessarily steeped in tradition and looking back, but it's rather one that's looking forward and innovating and doing things that you know maybe we otherwise wouldn't. And I just I think Dwayne Wade and the diversity that he brings, I think the different mindset that he brings, I just I feel like Utah is a cool place for these free agents to come. Um, partly because of Ryan Smith and partly because of uh, Dwayne Wade now. I totally agree, Jeff. And I think, you know, look, the the landscape of the, of the NBA has changed. The culture has changed. I, I think that, you know, whereas maybe 10, 15, 20 years ago, the factors that played a role in terms of free, free agents choosing a certain destination to play might have been things like the local culture, the nightlife, um, you know, things like that. I, I, I'm not saying those things don't matter as much now, but it feels much more like it's about as much about building your, your personal brand. It's about, you know, the connections you can make in a place. Um, there's a lot of discussion about LeBron James going to LA partly to further his ambitions in the entertainment industry and things like that. So to your point about a cultural shift, I think what we're seeing a little bit here with with bringing Dwayne Wade in is this sense that hey Ryan Smith's really well connected in in the technology world as well and and he connected to Dwayne Wade that way and if you come to this franchise there may be opportunities you know to to invest in things you know maybe Ryan Smith's gonna you know be able to bring you into to a certain venture or or educate you or show you things that you could do or what have you. Um, and so I, I think that that's kind of an interesting source of appeal. Of, of course, all of us in Utah are well familiar with the Stockton to Malone dealerships and the, you know, the Carl Malone Toyota dealerships and things like that. I mean, obviously, there's always been that kind of element, but it's a little bit different in kind of that local car market versus, you know, a big multi-billion dollar company like Qualtrics and, and the connections that Ryan Smith has. So. You know, I just think it's savvy on so many levels, um, but, you know, few of them really equal the level of just bringing someone of Dwayne Wade's star power to this market and, and kind of bringing his implicit endorsement and getting him talking up the market and, and, you know, being another person who can kind of sell the city to people from this certain vantage point, um, I think is so incredibly exciting. And then there's kind of the whole cultural side of it, like, like you, know, you know, we've said before, yeah, I think that this this partnership was about more than just results on the court. I think that uh, I, I believe Dwayne Wade when he says that that he has ambitions beyond that and to do work in the community and so forth and, and to start to kind of change that perception about Utah. And um, I very much welcome those efforts as well. I, I just saw on, on Twitter a video of him being introduced at the jazz game that's ongoing right now um, and him getting a really warm uh, ovation from everyone for joining. So. Um, I, you know, I've seen nothing but just incredible excitement from jazz fans and, um, absolute just sickness on the part of heat fans who are not happy about this yeah. at all. Um, which just well, makes it that much more sweet, you know, for me. 
Yeah, absolutely. And Chris, one of my first takes, I would say there's absolutely no downside, right? Like this is only upside. This is only a positive move. And I would say, you know, in the sports world, there's, there's people, there's athletes that fans kind of disdain or they really just are annoyed by them. Have you ever met anybody that doesn't like Dwayne Wade? Never, never. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I've never met. I mean, what's not to like about him? There might be people out there because uh, there's people out there for everyone. Um, but no, I mean, like, kind of in my my earlier response, that's kind of what I was alluding to. I mean, he's he's on that kind of Mount Rushmore now of retired NBA stars as just being, I, I don't know how many others you would choose in his place. I mean, even someone like Shaq, as beloved as he is, can be kind of polarizing in certain ways. And you just don't get any of that from D Wade. He's just, he's an incredible ambassador for the league and the game and, and a great diplomat. And that's why I really see it being more than just sort of talk as far as him coming to this community and making an impact here. I think he's the perfect personality for it. Yeah, I totally agree. Give, give me a take on, you know, what this move does for the Jazz moving forward this season. I, I would think that Rudy Gobert, that Donovan Mitchell, that Quinn Snyder, the rest of the team is thrilled to have Dwayne Wade uh, as a supporter and behind them, wouldn't you think? I, I would absolutely think so. In fact, I was joking, I think in our, we've got our little work-based guys on the sideline teams chat. I was joking that we should reach out to you know, alumni from some of those. I think I jokingly threw out the, the name of Rodman, just, you know, obviously being one that would never come and join us and help us out. But I was kind of saying, you know, it would be great to have sort of a consultant um, of sorts who's been on championship squad who could kind of advise us and, and help us through. Um, I think that that's always been an aspect of, you know, the teams that, that are able to get over the hump oftentimes, are able to get that mentorship and, and some kind of coaching and they, they can reach out to former greats and get thoughts about, you know, how, how to kind of continue to, to press your culture in, in that direction and that sort of thing. So um, I, you know, yeah, it's yet another, I mean, the more you sit there and think about this partnership, the more you think about Dwayne Wade as an owner um, in this franchise, you know, that's just yet another huge advantage to have him close to this team. And again, not just, you know, sort of a, a distant owner um, kind of sitting on the beach and and just, you know, trying to earn his dividends, so to speak, off of his ownership stake. It's this is obviously part of a commitment um, to our, our community to, to try to kind of make it better to, to the franchise. And so, you know, I hope it's I certainly hope he has access to the team and that Quinn finds opportunities for D-Wade to be involved and, and to kind of share his experiences and lessons from his own championship teams because I, I just think that that is so invaluable. Yeah, I agree, Chris. One of the things that I love most about this is I think you're bringing a winning mentality in. And I just, I think, you know, Dwayne Wade's, you know, leadership and his vision, his ability to interact, I think he's well-respected in the league. You know, some of the things you said earlier, but I just, I think it's such a great move. So what a happy day for the Jazz organization. Um, you know, best team in the NBA, uh, been a great season so far and, um, you know, hopefully they continue. We talked uh, previously about, you know, one of the big things that I'm focused on and really want to see the jazz do is, uh, work on that mental toughness, work on that, uh, again, uh, developing that winning mindset. And they've obviously had some huge wins uh, this season. They've gone on a, a great winning streak, but I also think losing games that you shouldn't like the Washington Wizards game, or even losing a tough one like against the Phoenix Suns. I think those are really good uh, learning opportunities for this young, um, growing team. So super excited 
again, with the news today and with really the direction of the team uh, and, and where they're headed. Yeah, I, I'm excited as well. You know, I think I had said, again, this was confined to our team chat, I think, before, but um, I, I was kind of saying that I thought, I, no, actually, sorry, I was saying this on the podcast previously in one of our previous installments, but you know, I kind of had been hoping that we would see the Jazz get challenged a lot in, in the second half of this season and that, um, you know, even if it costs them the number one seed, um, I think at this point their floor is like third seed. Then that's really if the if the wheels come off. And we just saw news about Donovan's injury and we're hoping, obviously, that that's not serious and not going to keep him out for an extended period. But, you know, at the end of the day... You know, this is kind of when you want to face adversity during the regular season. And I think that if the Jazz are going to make a real run at the title, you know, they're going to have to have some advantages over these teams that frankly just have more talent. You know, and some people might dispute that. But look, we're going up against teams that have multiple Hall of Famers, right? We've got multiple All-Stars. We've got multiple, you know, All-NBA type players who are fantastic you're talking about a Nets team with the KDs of the world, the James Hardens. I mean, these guys are, are going to the Hall of Fame. We're talking all-time great players. You're talking about the Lakers with LeBron. And, and who knows, at some point, AD might be looked at in the same light. So to, to really compete with teams like that, and even Phoenix, Chris Paul, Hall of Famer, right? Um, to compete against teams of that caliber, I think one of the things the Jazz are going to have to hang their hat on is that they've been healthier for more of the season. Obviously, things could change now with this injury to Donovan. So again, you know, obviously hoping for the best there. But I think they've been together, been battle-tested as a team more than a lot of these other teams have. And I think even like the Lakers coming off of a championship last season made a lot of changes to their roster. I I just think that when it comes down to it, um, those chemistry issues and how fluidly you can execute an offense and how well you communicate on defense – could prove the difference in those little plays down the stretch in a playoff series and, you know, could end up putting the Jazz over the top. So I'm not worried about a little bit of adversity personally. It looks like this Pacers game is iffy. It's still a game that we can win. I'm hoping we do. But, you know, I'm increasingly just turning my own sights on the postseason and hoping we can get there healthy, hoping we have enough in the tank. And like I said, hoping that some of the challenges and and adversity we've been through during the regular season will give us just that little bit of a lift against teams that might have more talent. And and that's kind of how it's looking like it could be shaping up right now. I love it, Chris. Such an optimistic uh, fan base, uh, a very loyal fan base uh, with the Utah Jazz. But I think there's a lot of smiles uh, around the area today. So... Yeah, Jeff, I think it's simple enough today. Um, just one of those really great days in the history of of this Jazz franchise. Um, one that I I I strongly think we're going to look back with fondly as as another step forward for the franchise. And coming in the midst of a season where you really feel like this team is is taking steps forward, and um, I'm just very excited for what the future brings. So great day for the Jazz. Absolutely, great day and great day here on the podcast. So. Uh... We'll see if we can get Dwayne Wade on. I think we might. I, I don't know. Do you think we can get Dwayne Wade before we can get Mark Eaton? We'll have to see, Chris. Wow. I I don't know. Let's. But you know what? Let's set our sights high, Jeff. Uh, it would be fun. So, guys on the sideline, episode 90, the voice of the real fan, the jazz fan here today. So, uh, thank you for joining. He's Chris. I'm Jeff. Uh, have a great day, everybody. Bye-bye.
Whatever. 